Greetings, greetings to everyone across the world. Welcome to, I'm going to call this a special episode of Sacramental Illness. I'm your host and your boy, Ryan Smith. And today's special episode is going to touch on what is obviously the number one topic and discussion of going around the world. It is the coronavirus disease epidemic that has affected millions of people in this country and around the world. I felt that I couldn't ignore or couldn't, could not discuss my thoughts of what's going on as well as how the coronavirus has affected people mentally, besides physically. So this episode is going to be important to me. And I hope that I can touch on as much as I possibly can during this episode. Like I said, I'm not no doctor or expert, but I have been stepping back and taking my own notes, my own perspective. So this is coming from me and my thoughts of what I feel, what we can do better or what you can do mentally to keep your mental psyche, your mental health and your mental mind positive during this tough times. Well, I'm going to break this down part by part as much as I can. So I'm going to start by going by this this virus. It's called the coronavirus. Also a COVID-19. It is a infectious disease caused by a new virus. The disease causes respiratory illnesses like the flu with symptoms such as cough, fever, and in more severe cases, difficulty breathing. There are many methods to protect yourself. Washing your hands frequently, avoiding touching your face, and avoiding close contact with other people who are unwell or who also have the virus. Now, how it spreads. Now, there are many reports that the coronavirus disease spreads primarily through contact with an infected person when they cough or sneeze. It also spreads when a person touches a surface or object that has the virus on it then touches their eyes, their nose, or their mouth. Now, to me, there are many different symptoms, but I'm going to read it what has been reported. People may be sick with the virus for 1 to 14 days before developing any symptoms. The most common symptoms of this virus is the fever, tiredness, and dry mouth. Most people, about 80%, recover from this disease without needing special treatment. More rarely, the disease can be serious and even fatal. Older people and people with medical conditions such as asthma, diabetes, or heart disease may be vulnerable to becoming severely ill. People may experience, once again, cough, fever, tiredness, and difficulty breathing in severe cases. Now, for me, we never seen a disease or virus, per se, something like this, because you can protect yourself as much as possible and you still can catch this virus because there are millions of people in the world who may think it is a joke or think it's a theory or a plan. And I can honestly say I was one of those people, but by seeing more cases being involved and people being more affected by this virus, you have to be more cautious and take better care of yourself. Because if you don't, 
you will be one of those people who will be infected by this virus. So I know there are a lot of things going on. You have to self-quarantine, social distancing. And for me, I know I can't do that because I have a job that's central personnel. And every day when I'm scheduled to work, I'm pretty much putting myself at risk because I have to work. I have to provide for myself and my well-being. And being central personnel, we have to take the extra precautions to take care of ourselves, to prevent from catching this virus. And for me, I think that there are a lot of times where there is currently no vaccine to prevent this virus. Even though hopefully there will be one really soon because it's going to get worse by the day. And you can protect yourself and help prevent spreading this virus to others if you, like we said earlier, wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Cover your nose and mouth with a disposable tissue or flex your elbow when you call for sneeze. Avoid contact one meter or three feet with people who are unwell. Stay home and self-isolate yourself from others in the household if you feel unwell. Do not touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. And, you know, the treatments, you know, there are no specific medicines to prevent or treat this virus. But people may need the support care to help them breathe. If you develop a fever, cough, and have difficulty breathing, promptly seek medical care. Call in advance until your health provider or any recent travel or recent contact with travelers. Now, also tapping back into what I was saying earlier, I mean, this is scary. This is serious. I think at first we as a country didn't think it was going to be this serious, but it is. And schools are closing. And for me, that raises a cause for concern because there are a lot of kids who uses school as their safe haven. A lot of kids have parents who are, you know, abuse them. There are many kids who go to school to escape the abuse, the alcohol, the drugs from parents. And now when school is out for the remainder of the academic year, they have no choice but to stay at home. And that's where the major concern, I didn't realize this until a few days ago when I was talking to a friend and it hit me, I was like, wow, people, kids who go to school, you you don't know what a child is going through. They could be using school as a safe haven to escape the hell that they're going through at home. And now since school is out and they're around it again and they can't escape it. So I think that that's another thing that could be a stress. It is a stress. And I think that for me, when I see, you know, the news coverage, sometimes you have to cut the TV off and just take a deep breath and back up because stress is a top killer. And you add the stress and the panic and the paranoia that affects your health. I don't care what age you are. And for me personally, this is coming from my personal opinion. I can't live in fear. I can't let this cause me to be stressed or affect my life because my job is already stressful as it is being a central personnel in law enforcement. So I can't allow any more stress to already affect me even worse because who knows 
the stress that you have from watching the news and watching the media every single day could be just as worse or worse than the actual virus itself if you end up catching it. So for me, I had to take a step back and I don't watch the news as much. I try to avoid it because for me, peace of mind is key for me. If my mental psyche is not good, I know that physically I won't be good. And I think that that is a major key. You have to take a deep breath, have great faith and great positivity despite what's going on because you can't let the stress get to you because stress is a killer. And you add the stress with the panic, with the paranoia, that's going to make it 10 times worse. And you don't want that. And I know it's tough because you don't know who has it. And everyone in this country can't quarantine at the same time. It's impossible. Everyone can't quarantine because it means the people are have to work. There are millions of people who work in hospitals, law enforcement. They don't have days off. They don't they can't stay inside. They can't they have to go out. And like I said earlier, they're putting themselves at risk because they don't know what's going on. And I do feel for the people who have small, you know, small businesses and restaurants who are affected by this and I hope that it can get better as time goes on because it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. And I think that hopefully it will get better in the future. I really do. I really do. I really do get better in the future. I really do think that it can get better. We just have to remain positive and take precautions and know that this is a serious thing people this is nothing to be joking around with or acting like it's not you know it's a serious thing and I was also looking and doing my browsing online and with kids being out I know that parents want to try to figure out you know how to protect their kids because since they're not in, you know, school, it's a lot. And I feel like um, there are many steps to protect children from getting sick. And um, often tell your kids to, you know, keep their hands clean, using soap and water and alcohol-based hand sanitizer if there's any available to find out that's been out for weeks. Avoid people who are sick clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces daily in household common areas, tables, hardback chairs, doorknobs, light switches, remotes, handles, desks, toilet sinks, and um, launder items. That could be washable plus toys as appropriate in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions. If possible, launder items using the warmest appropriate water. Just taking care of yourself as best as possible. And it's tough because you never know how you, how you can get it or how your kids could get it. Now, children may present with mild symptoms. The symptoms of the COVID-19 are similar with children and children or adults. However, children with confirmed COVID-19 have generally presented with mild symptoms. Reported symptoms in children include cold, light symptoms such as fever, 
runny nose, and cough. Vomiting and diarrhea have also been reported. It's not known yet whether some children may be at higher risk for severe illnesses. For example, children with underlying medical conditions and special health care needs. There is more to learn about how this disease and virus impacts children. Children don't need to wear face masks. No, if your child is healthy, there is no need for them to wear a face mask. Only people who have symptoms of the illness, excuse me, or who is providing care to those who are ill should wear a mask. Now, of course, school is out for the remainder of the year. And during this time, you should limit social interactions. The key to, to slowing the spread of the virus to limit contact as much as possible. If you play, have play dates, keep the group small. This is to kids and their friends. Encourage older children to hang out in a small group or meet outside rather than inside. It's easier to keep and maintain space between others in outdoor settings like parks. Practice social distancing. If you have small meetups, considering hanging out with other family or friends who are taking extra measures to put distance between themselves and others. Once again, clean hands often. Make sure your child practice everyday preventing behaviors such as washing their hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. This is especially important if you have been in a public space. Remember, if children meet outside of school in bigger groups, it can put everyone at risk. So pretty much avoid your children being around anyone during this time. I know it's tough, but during this time, you can also help your children continue to learn. Now, some schools may offer lessons online, virtual learning, review assignments from the school and help your children establish a reasonable pace for completing their work if possible. Like I said, school was recently shut down for, I know, far as the state that I live in, Virginia, so we don't know yet what's going to be the next steps. But um, as time goes on, I'm sure we can learn and develop what's going to be the next key. Like I said, this is all new, so they just announced it, so I'm pretty sure they're going to have some kind of plan. And um, like I said, for me personally, just try to remain stress-free as possible. And I know that it's tough because people don't know what's going to happen next. They don't know how it's going to affect them. They don't know if they're going to catch it or not. And for me personally, do I have those fears and worries from time to time? But I can't live in fear because I can't allow myself to add more stress to what I've already have gone through and for me stress is a is a is a death is a killer and I can't afford myself to be more stressed and to add more stress to me and you know to cause myself or anyone around me to be affected by it now stress and coping it's, it's putting people in fear. Fear and anxiety about this virus and disease can be overwhelming and cause strong emotions in adults and children. Coping with stress will make you, the people you care about, and your community stronger if you remain a positive. Everyone reacts differently to, stressful, to stressful situations. How you respond to this outbreak can depend on your background, the 
things that you, that make you different from other people in the community that you live in. People who may respond more strongly and positively to the stress of the crisis include older people and people with chronic diseases who are at higher risk of COVID, children and teens, people who are helping with the response, like doctors and other healthcare providers. People who have mental health conditions, including problems with substance abuse. That people with those, those, you know, stats may be higher related to stress. Stress during this disease and virus outbreak can include fear and worry about your own health and the health of your loved ones and friends. Changes in your sleep and eating. Difficulty sleeping. Worsen of chronic health problems, increased use of alcohol, tobacco, or other drugs. People with pre-existing mental health conditions should continue with their treatment and be aware of new or worsening symptoms. Additional information can be found on the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration website. Taking care of yourself, your friends, and family can help you cope with stress. Helping others cope with their stress can also make your community stronger. Things you can do to support yourself. Like I said earlier, take breaks from watching, reading, and listening to news stories, including social media. Hearing about the pandemic repeatedly can be upsetting and panicking and overwhelming. Take care of your body. Take deep breaths, stretch, work out, meditate. Try to eat healthy well-balanced meals, exercise regularly, get plenty of sleep, and avoid alcohol and drugs as much as possible. Make time to unwind. Try to do some other activities you enjoy. Connect with others. Talk to people with, talk to people, I'm sorry, who you trust about your concerns and how they are feeling. Call your healthcare provider if stress gets in the way of your daily activities for several days in a row. Reduce stress in yourself and others. Sharing the facts about the COVID-19 and understanding the actual risk to yourself and people who you care about can make an outbreak less stressful. When you share inaccurate information about the COVID-19, you can help make yourself and can help make people feel less stressed and allow yourself to connect with them. Now, for parents, children and teens react in part of what they see from adults and people around them. When parents and other caregivers deal with the COVID-19 calmly and confidentially, and confidently, they can provide the best support for their children. Parents can be more reassuring to others around them, especially children, if they are better prepared. Not all children respond to stress in the same way. Here are some common changes to watch, including excessive crying and irritation in younger children, returning to behaviors they have outgrown, for example, total incidence of bedwetting for younger kids, exercise, worry, or sadness, unhealthy eating or sleeping habits, irritability and acting out, poor school performance and avoiding school, we can scratch that out because school is, is pretty much closed, unexplained headaches, and use of alcohol and tobacco. Take the time with your child or teen about and talk to them about the COVID, the COVID outbreak, 
answer questions as much as you can. Limit your family's exposure to news coverage of the event, including social media. Children may misinterpret what they hear and what they see and can be frightened about something they do not understand. Now, on to responders, what I've seen. Responders, this can be an emotional toll on you. And you have my respects and my hats off to you. There are things you can do to reduce the secondary traumatic stress. Acknowledge the STS reactions can impact anyone helping families after a traumatic event. Learning the symptoms including physical fatigue, illness, and mental fear of withdrawal and guilt. Allow time for you and your family to recover from responding to the pandemic. Create a menu of personal self-care activities that you enjoy, such as spending time with family and friends, exercising, or reading a book. Take a break from media coverage of the COVID-19 and ask for help if you feel overwhelmed or concerned about the outbreak. Now, people who have been released from quarantine, being separated from others, if you, if a healthcare provider thinks you may have been exposed to the COVID-19, can be stressful. Even if you do not get sick, everyone feels differently after coming out of the quarantine. Some feelings include mixed emotions, including relief, fear and worry about your own health and the health of your loved ones, stress from the experience of monitoring yourself or being monitored by others for signs and symptoms of COVID-19, anger, sadness, frustration because friends of loved ones have unfounded fears of contracting the disease and virus from with you. Even though you have been determined not to be contagious, guilt about not being able to perform normal work or parenting duties during the quarantine, and other emotional or mental health changes. Now, I'm going to close this episode without with saying this. We don't know what the future holds. I don't know. I call out that we can do is to remain strong positive and work together as one if you have to work during this time be safe my respect and hats off goes off to you because you're putting yourself at risk just like I'm putting myself at risk for people who are staying at home hopefully this will not be a long term thing but please do what has been ordered upon you like I said we will get through this together like during the other critical times in our lifetime on this earth we have gotten through I'm going to share a quote from the great late Tupac Shakur. He said, for every darker day, which I'm sorry, I'm misquoting the goat. Let me repeat that. For every dark night, there's a brighter day. There is a brighter day upon us. There is light at the end of this tunnel. We just have to remain strong, positive, and try to remain stress-free as possible so thank you for checking out this special episode you can check this podcast out on all the available streaming apps available if you have Apple or check me out on Apple Spotify Anchor Laptop you can check out the Facebook page the Instagram page I will be posting more videos on the YouTube page and Twitter in the future but once again This is your boy, Ryan Smith. Thank you for checking out another episode. This special episode of Sacramento Illness. Be safe. Be 
positive. Know that this is all in God's hands. He, he conquers all. He will help us get through this. Remain positive. Remain. So love, compassion, strength, unity during this time. Forget all what's going on in the politics. Forget all the bullshit because we're in this together. We have to keep living. Like the great Matthew McConaughey say, we got to just keep living. But once again, it's your boy, Ryan Smith. Be safe. Take care. One love. Peace.